All right. Welcome back to the Badass Lifter podcast. I just turned 30. Uh, happened about a week, week and a half ago. I'm feeling a little nostalgic and I wanted to go through my 12 years of lifting, how it changed me for the better. And then kind of at the end of this, I want to share some lessons that I learned in my lifting journey that can maybe help you and your lifting journey and maybe your life. And so we're going to go through beginning, middle, end. And yeah, I just hope you enjoy my story. We're going to start at the beginning. I started training when I was 18 years old. Why did I start? Well, because my high school girlfriend of two years broke up with me. Very devastated at the time. Very, very upset. And I decided that I would use the gym to kind of cope. And I also thought that my life would get better um, if only I had big arms and biceps, okay? That's going to be a no-judgment podcast. I'm being very, very honest. Um, that was really the focus. That was what I wanted to work on, and I thought that the aesthetics focus of training would make me feel better about the breakup that I had and didn't suspect coming. And that was really the start of my – you know, I was always active, but I, di I didn't lift weights at all until I was 18 years old, high school gym, very like bare bones, uh, did not know what I was doing. And I had a very aesthetic focus to training for a long time. And this continued for the next four or five years or so, um, went to university and um, still very aesthetics focused um, over the girlfriend at this point, um, but was still training for aesthetics. You know, really, I wanted to get as big as possible. I was not a big kid. I would say, you know, I'm 5'9", and I weighed probably 135 at that time. And so really the, my main focus for training was very aesthetics, putting on as much mass as possible. Um, I genuinely thought about not adding this part to the lifting journey and calling this like the seven-year lifting journey instead of the 12-year lifting journey. Because the training was so bad, um, pretty wild that I was giving advice at this time too. That's a little ashamed about that. Um, I was training six, seven days a week, sometimes twice a day. Lots of arms, okay? Big biceps. That seemed to be the focus of the time. Um, I did put on weight uh, and muscle. So I went from 135 to like 165 in the four years that was in my first degree. And um, thought this would make me feel better. I think kind of the idea was that if I had a certain look, certain aesthetic, that um, my life would be better as a person um, and that it would help kind of like my mental health issues at the time. It didn't do that. Um, if anything, it just kind of made me compare myself to new people now um, and did not really help. The aesthetics focused just didn't work for me. And it didn't help, it just kind of like new comparison traps, and it didn't really benefit in the way that I thought it would. So that's kind of the first five years. The story gets better, by the way. It kind of starts kind of sad, I promise, it, like it picks up, okay? Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like, I would say like my first stage of training. So I would say like the first four or five years of training, um, very aesthetics focused, very much using it as like a cope. Um, mental health issues. This was in all five years was not like about like the high school girlfriend, but like there, you know, there was other issues that came up with that as well. And I kind of used the gym as like a coping mechanism for feeling insecure and inadequate. 
um, and thought the aesthetics focus would help with that in training. And I, I didn't call it the aesthetics focus at the time, but I just thought it's like, you know, why everyone else trains. Um, let's get into where this picks up because so far this is like not a happy story. <laughs> um, this is what I'm going to call like either the powerlifting era or like the 500 pound deadlift era. So I'm 23. I just graduated university, you know, working at a job and I decided to compete for a powerlifting meet. And this was the kind of the beginning of really focusing on strength training. And this is where I hired my first coach. Shout outs to him. He did a fantastic job. I was with him for two, two and a half years. And this is where my training started to shift towards being strength focused because I was training for a powerlifting meet with some of my friends. Um, I also really, really wanted a 500 pound deadlift. I got that number stuck in my head and I would say that was a goal I had for four and a half years or so. Um, it was a long time and this era is about accomplishing that goal. I did a couple of powerlifting meets, um, did pretty good, uh, was provincial champion at some point. So I, I enjoyed it. I, I decided to leave powerlifting because I felt that I was still comparing myself to other people in a negative way and the competitive aspect didn't work that well for me. Um, this is not to say that powerlifting is bad. I train powerlifters now. I just found for myself, it made me feel inadequate in a similar way that aesthetics training did. So I decided to move away from it and just focus on strength, which is truly what I liked. And I just liked improving in strength training. And I will say that this was kind of the beginning of where strength training changed who I was because it was no longer about what I looked like, but about what my body could do. And it gave me a lot of value beyond just like what I looked like. And I think that's super, super valuable to have um, and moving away from aesthetics over time. Because again, like that was like a four or five year journey that was unsuccessful. Um, at best, it gave some like temporary benefit, but in the long run, it did not make me feel better about who I was. Um, yeah. And so this was the era where I really tried to accomplish, I was doing squatting and benching too, but really deadlifting had like a special place for me. And that took four and a half years to accomplish. Um, it was a goal that truly mattered to me. It mattered that I accomplished this goal and it was more to me than just lifting a heavy weight off of the ground. Um, and that's why I was able to stick with it for four and a half years. And to this day, I accomplished it. I was about 26, 27. I would say to this day, I look at that accomplishment as one of the greatest things I've done in my life. Um, right up there with my two degrees, right up there with my business success. I look at that 500 pound deadlift as like one of the best things I've ever done. Um, it meant a lot to me. So when it did happen, it was like a really, really big deal. Um, during this time, I also became a trainer originally for weight loss and strength training. But as I got more into strength training, I kind of slowly moved away from the weight loss coaching and became into strength training almost exclusively. And also um, around the time I was 26, 27, started my own business, started strength training people online. Um, I was a personal trainer in a commercial gym before this at a couple gyms and really my life shifted to strength training. This was like the big shift where I was no longer training for 
what I looked like or what I should look like, but for like what my body was able to accomplish. Um, and yeah, that still to this day, 500 pound deadlift was, it's still huge for me. It's, I still brag about it. It was still like a really big deal. Um, and I, I loved that that's what I focused on and it felt great to accomplish it. And I think what also felt good about it is that it was hard, that it was, you know, maybe there was some natural talent towards the deadlift, but I had to work for it. There were plateaus. There were times where it wasn't improving. And being able to break through that and accomplish it regardless, I think is a really, really big deal. So um, yeah, changed me. Strength training changed my life forever. This was like kind of the beginning of it and you know, haven't looked back since. But let's go into like, I'm going to say the final phase of my lifting journey, which is worked on other goals other than deadlift. Once I accomplished the deadlift goal, I'm going to be honest, it was like four and a half years of like taking deadlifting seriously. So I had other things I wanted to focus on. Um, I worked on like a 405 pound squat, which took probably like two to three years. I worked on a 200 pound overhead press. That was probably like a six month to one year journey. I actually think that's the lift I'm probably the most talented towards. And by talented, I mean, how like, what was easiest to get with the least amount of effort, if that makes sense, which is basically what talent is. Um, and then also just working on overall strength because I noticed when I worked really hard on the deadlift, I got really good at deadlifting, but not that great at like a lot of other things. And I became, you know, kind of like a one trick pony kind of thing. And I wanted to be strong across the board. Um, so I worked on pull-ups, overhead press, squatting, still like powerlifting-esque, but I wasn't competing. Um, but a lot of it was, barbell movements. Um, and this is also where like my business became like a huge priority, helping other people become strong online and kind of showing the weight neutral approach to training, which I think I kind of accidentally fell into as opposed to a lot of people who have more, you know, most trainers are aesthetics or weight loss focused, at least a little bit. And this is, you know, my last like three years or so of business has been showing people that there's a different way to train. And I've become like more well-rounded than I used to be. Again, I used to be, you know, like if you looked at my numbers um, in powerlifting, it was like average-ish squat, subpar bench, really good deadlifter. Um, and so I had to like kind of, you know, that I wasn't in powerlifting anymore. I had to kind of be strong across the board, if only to set an example for the people that I was working with. And I wasn't just like a deadlift coach. Um, but yeah, this is, um, you know, kind of where I am now or the phase that I say that just ended, what is in the future. And in some ways, I think I'm lost for the first time in my strength training journey where I had goals that really mattered to me. And I have to kind of figure that out now, kind of where I'm at. I'm going to try new strength things. Uh, I bought some sandbags and I'm going to do some kind of sandbag training. But I, I, you know, in some ways I need to figure out where my strength journey is going to go. I know I want to be strength focused, but what that looks like, I think we have yet to see. But in some ways that's exciting because I get to try new things and maybe learn more about myself. Training has changed who I am for the better in so many different ways. Um, I, I truly believe I've become a better person because of strength training. It's always been there for me, regardless of how 
my mental health was or what was going on. And I'm just excited to see where it will take me in the future because I'm sure that will be a valuable experience. Um, yeah. And now what are valuable lessons to learn kind of from this journey? Because I want you to be able to take away something from this for your own journey as well. Uh, the first I think is have a purpose with your training. Um, having a purpose matters a lot for sticking in the long run, makes it easier to stick with. And also you get a lot more value from it. My 500 pound deadlift was not just about lifting a heavy thing off the ground. It was proving myself that I was capable of more than I thought and being able to stick with something and see the reward from it was super valuable. Um, so yeah, have a purpose with your training. What matters to you? doesn't need to be like a number on the bar. It could be, but figure out what that thing is. The second lesson I think is that training for just aesthetics usually isn't enough. And for many, it probably shouldn't be in their training at all. Um, I would say I was an example of that. I think a lot of people train for aesthetics, but really they should train for different reasons. And like I have multiple episodes on that at this point, so I'm not going to dive deep into it. But um, for the second lesson you can learn here, training for aesthetics, overrated, usually isn't enough at like a minimum. Um, third lesson was the road's going to have speed bumps. You'll not get everything right, but that is all part of the process. I would say I trained pretty poorly for like four or five years. Um, thought I was training well. Uh, definitely learned that I was not. Um, but it's okay to not get everything right because if you stick with it, you keep learning. It's all part of the process and you'll be okay. Um, thanks for listening to my story. This is a lot more personal than I think I have in most of my podcast episodes. So I appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed. Let me know if you found this interesting and you'd like to hear more podcast episodes about this. But yeah, thanks for listening to the Badass Lifter podcast.